Welcome to Unscripted, your weekly podcast featuring Kirby Hossman and Bill Petrie, where they talk about all things promotional, marketing, and branding. As always, it's brought to you by Promo Corners Identity Marketing, the interactive tool for promotional products professionals. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. Welcome to the 9,463rd episode of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie, and I am in a very special place because I am right here with the king of Coshocton, Ohio himself, Kirby Hassman. Kirby, how the hell are you? I'm doing fantastic, fantastic. Good to have you here, man, live and in person. It's good to be here. I feel like I'm in uh, a... Midwestern episode of the Dukes of Hazard, and, and you're like the boss hog of this town. <laughs> Everywhere I go, there's Kirby, and I like that. Uh, well, I'm not sure anybody else does, but that's funny. It's good to have you here. Though, it's, it's good to be here. You know what else I like, Kirby? I like the fact that this week's sponsor of Unscripted, Bay State Specialty Company, they're one of my favorite suppliers in all of the industry because... And I've been to your office, and I know your clients are looking for holiday gifts, and there's a lot of our audience who are also looking for holiday gifts. Absolutely. And their gift collection line is really, honestly, it's a perfect solution for all of this. So, you know, clients can mix and match popular housewares and cutting boards and all sorts of kitchen utensils in a fabulous bag to organize it. And it's a really, truly unique and remembered gift. So I suggest everyone check them out on baystate.com. Absolutely. Bay State's a wonderful company. Good folks, too. Just really they, nice They people. truly, truly are. So I'm going to go ahead and start off, if that's okay, Kirby. Yeah, I'd love it. Um, kind of a little bit of a somber note, yeah. but I think it's important that we share this. So uh, I know you're a good friend of T. Hamilton. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a good friend of T's as well. And for those of you in the industry who don't know who T. Hamilton is, T. is one of those people whose work... Uh, and heart has really touched just about every corner of our industry. T is an incredibly talented and gifted artist, and she does some great t-shirt designs. If you've ever been to one of the Promo Kitchen parties, and she's a founding chef of Promo Kitchen, mm -hmm. uh, she usually does the design work for the t-shirts, and her work's everywhere. And uh, Unfortunately, last week she announced that she has uh, cancer, mm. and uh, it's cancer that's spread from her appendix. They believe they've got it early, but uh, obviously anybody who either themselves or family members have gone through uh, any sort of cancer, that's a scary thing. For so, sure. um, And I know, Kirby, you're, you're very close to T as well, and I thought if this would be a nice place to share. Uh, she's going to have some serious medical bills. Mm. And uh, if you would like to support T in that, there is a GoFundMe set up by a group of people in the industry. Mm -hmm. And it's GoFundMe.com backslash support for T, and that's T-E-E. -E. So yeah. I just thought it would be good to start off with that. Yeah. Um, I, I think we're all rallying around T, and, and yeah. I don't know if you want to add to that, Kirby. Well, I, I think it, it's an interesting thing because I think T is one of those people in our industry that – um, even if you don't know her, you probably know her work mm -hmm. because you've seen it through, whether it's Common Skew, whether it's Maple Ridge, a ton of suppliers have used her. She does amazing 
uh, amazing work. I've she's done work for us as well, and just a just a sweet human being. She really is. <laughs> and if there's anything I know about this industry, and I can speak from personal experience on yeah. this, um, when I had some uh, challenges with my wife, uh, having uh, going into ventricular fibrillation, actually dying for five minutes, and being in the hospital for eleven days, and having a pacemaker and a defibrillator implanted. A lot of people rallied around me, and there was a GoFundMe page that some people started up uh, for me in the industry. And so I think Kirby and I, I'm going to speak for Kirby here, which I don't usually do, but we would really encourage you to go to that GoFundMe page if you can yeah. and, and consider uh, supporting T. It's GoFundMe.com backslash support for T. Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up. It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's one of the ways that I think our industry can be special. Yeah, and, and you I can agree. speak to it better than I. I agree. It, it, it is a special industry, as wacky and as, <laughs> as screwed up as it can be at times. Yeah, it's a great people. It's the industry is made up of great people. And this yeah. is an opportunity for all of us to show T how much we care about her. So yeah. that's really all I wanted to start off with. Kirby, do you have a topic, or I have another one if you want me to go into it? Um, yeah. I tell you what, you go ahead because um, I, I think that was a great way to kick off the the show. But let me let you transition. Okay. So. Um, the apparel, the American Apparel saga continues, and I, I'm sure you knew I was going to bring this up. So they declared bankruptcy again, doing their best Brown and Bigelow impression for I think I mean how many times did Brown and Bigelow file for bankruptcy? Like two, three times. Yeah. Good company, don't get me wrong, but I mean it, it happens. Um, so American Apparel has gone into bankruptcy for the second time. And they are going to be acquired by Gildan for $66 million. Now, what that's interesting, if you read the fine print, okay. which I did, so you didn't have to, <laughs> Gildan has agreed to acquire American Apparel's intellectual property and their wholesale inventory, and they have the option of taking over American Apparel's manufacturing and distribution centers. They are not taking over the retail stores, hmm. which I didn't realize until I, yeah. again, read the fine print. So... Um, they're, what they're going to do is they're going to hold an auction. So basically, Gildan has said, we're going to spend $66 million as part of the bankruptcy process. They have to go through an auction process. It's usually like 30 days. So if another buyer wants to come and pay 67 or $68 million, it may go that route. That's very doubtful. It usually doesn't happen. Gildan will probably end up with it. Um, and they're expecting to close that in the, in the beginning of the first quarter of next year. So I guess my question to you, Kirby, <laughs> will that finally end this shit show? <laughs> It would be a shame because um, I think you need as many opportunities as possible to say shit show. I do. <laughs> but, but remember, we are in the promotional products industry. I guarantee you I will find multiple opportunities to yeah. use the phrase or word shit show. You know, it, it, I think that, uh, you know, American Apparel, it's such an interesting brand, right? Because mm -hmm. in many ways it's recognizable. Mm -hmm. There's a lot about it that you go, oh, wow, that would be positive. But gosh. They're so, I mean, it is literally the definition of baggage at this point. Yeah. Yes. I just hope, you know, because they have done some really innovative things yeah. in apparel and has really upped the game, I think, for a lot of other suppliers in our industry. And I hope that, assuming the acquisition closes like they say it's going to close, right. um, I really and truly hope that they keep some designers there that keep pushing the envelope. I mean, we are far past the days, thank God, of just big, droopy unisex T-shirts. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really hope that someone there keeps pushing the envelope. That's yeah. what I really hope. No, I agree because, I mean, that is, that's one of those changes in our industry that I think has been a wonderful positive. Yeah. You know, that, that I, like, I, I 
sell as a distributor. I sell t-shirts a lot, and I sell them differently than I used to. Of course. Not only because it, it, I, I just because we can, because there's better product out there. And so that's that's cool, and I hope that that does right. continue. And, and I hope, I mean, all joking aside, there's people who are impacted by this, and, and I never want to forget that, having been through uh, a bankruptcy process mm-hmm. in an industry known as Halo Branded Solutions, and right. I did go through that. And uh, Mark Simon did a great job leading the company through that, but it still doesn't change the fact there are human beings that are impacted by this. Mm, So it'll be interesting. I do think um, that the American Apparel retail stores, I bet they go bye-bye. Yeah, 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 for sure. I agree. That's, 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 yeah, as soon as, it's it's funny because whenever I see a headline that's something about American Apparel, I'm like, oh. I'm gonna set this aside. I'll have to come back to it yeah, later. There, there, there is nothing that draws me offsides faster these days <laughs> than an American Apparel headline. Well, cool, man. Cool. Um, all right, so I've got an, another topic. So, um, as you know, since you are in Coshocton, Ohio, you've been, you, you did the road trip. You're a road I did. warrior, and I, you're a road warrior anyway. Yeah. Um, it's interesting in the sense that I did a big long road trip the same week. I was going another place and just got back. Then you guys came here. So here's a question for the road warriors. Yeah. What are some must-haves for road trips? What are some things that if you're going to be, whether it's on a plane, whether it's on a, in a car, yeah. what are some things that you need, absolutely must-have? And if you want to think about it, I can give you mine that are kind of off the top of my head. Oh, I don't know how to think about it. Okay, bring it. Um, number one, and this is just me, is, is music. Okay. I have to have music. Um, I'm not a big TV watcher unless it's live sports. And so... I can, whether, like today I drove, I listen to music almost the entire way, except when I was on the phone with, with people. Um, and it's, so music is, is for me, uh, good for the soul. Yeah. So I will check into a hotel room and I might be there for a week and will never turn on the TV. Hmm. So okay. music, music is, is the first thing. Um, the second thing, obviously, is my, my cell phone. If I didn't have <laughs> yeah. that, I wouldn't know what the hell I was doing. Um, <laughs> and because you have T-Mobile and you're in Coshocta, you, you may not that, – that's pretty much a paperweight at this point. <laughs> if, if I may quote Joe Namath when he tried to kiss Susie Colbert <laughs> on in one Monday of most, Night Football. One of the most painful experiences in live television yes, ever. My cell phone is struggling. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's my cell phone service is struggling. So, yeah, um, definitely definitely need that. I, I think more than anything, though, above, above those two, I need a plan. When oh, I am okay. traveling somewhere, I need a plan. Um, I am not one of these people who, yeah, I'm driving to Grand Rapids, and I'll find a hotel when I get there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. I want to know where I'm going. I need to know when I need to be there. That helps keep me on schedule, and as people call me and need my time, it helps me manage that mm-hmm. as well. So I need to have a, a fairly well-thought-out plan of where I'm going to be and how long I'm going to be there. But that's just me. So what are your must-haves, yeah. Kirby? Well, it's cool. One of the things I'd say is, and we've talked about this before, this is unscripted. You didn't yep. know. Was, but this was a question I was very comfortable popping on you because yeah. I had a feeling you'd have an answer. Oh, yeah. So uh, so I was thinking about it, and, and it's funny. Because the cell phone is so important, mm-hmm. the thing I'm all... I'm hypersensitive to is chargers, yeah, mobile oh, yeah. chargers, wall chargers, because you know you get into some hotels, they're great, some of them not so much, right? And so some portable wall chargers that I take, um, I, and I'm a huge, especially if it's a road trip, I am mm-hmm. a big audio book okay. uh, guy. Um, I do like music, and that's mm-hmm. kind of it's for me. The music is a palate cleanser, right? Um, I understand. Uh, and love music, but 
I, that's my windshield time that I, I do use. When people are like, oh, how do you have time to right. read all those books? I listen to a lot of books too, and that's one of the places. So either a book or a podcast. Um, and then here's the thing that I always say I'm going to take, mm-hmm. and I always forget. Yep. Cooler with drinks and food. Okay. Good one. <laughs> I always forget that. So I, I will add to mine, since okay. this is a road trip for me. Yep. Uh, so I, I always bring something. Um, okay. Because I'm from Texas, I tend to spit sunflower seeds. <laughs> okay. And I'm very specific about the brand. It always has to be David. Okay. I'm not going to take some sort of off-brand Frito-Lay or some sort of Kurs. It's got to be Frito. It's got to be David. And it's got to be the cracked pepper. I cannot extol the greatness enough of the <laughs> cracked pepper sunflower seed. Okay. And you're, I wish you could see Kirby's face right now because he's like, what in God's name are you talking about? <laughs> I am telling you, if you like the sunflower seed as much as I do, it's a good time killer. You're driving down the road and you're not eating a burger yeah. or some sort of processed chicken nugget with pink slime. <laughs> the 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 uh, the uh, cracked pepper sunflower sunflower seed. seed. But I will add one more thing too: is also um, portable chargers, not just the, the yeah. plug-in ones that you have. Um, I'm a huge fan of giant, as big as I can, that hold multiple yes. you know, like ten milliamp, ten thousand yeah. milliamp. Got to have those with me too. Yeah, that's good stuff. I, I do live in fear. You know, we joke about how our our industry is built on the foundation of mild alcoholism and paranoia. <laughs> um, my road trips are built on the fear of and my, my phone running out of juice. Yeah. Anytime it gets below fifty percent, I'm about as nervous as you'll ever see me. <laughs> well, that's cool. I that uh, this is uh, this good. I'll be curious to hear. This is another one of those crowd participation things. Absolutely. I would be really curious to hear other people in their industry because we've got a lot of road warriors people are on the road all the time i'd be curious to hear their go-to's as well yeah i i would too i'm I'm sure there's gonna be some commonalities i'm sure there's gonna be some things that are very very different so i think now it's my turn yes Yes? so and and i I would remiss i did not do what i normally do i want to thank you for having the courage (laughs) for not only doing this podcast every but for having me do it here in middle america Coshocton, Ohio. Yeah, it, it was it was brave so for sure. It, it, well, <laughs> the, it, the courage is palpable on the street. Yeah. So I want to talk about so the Boston Brewing Company, mm, okay. which makes Sam Adams. Yep. And, and, and we both enjoy the adult malted beverage from time to time. For sure. Um, and you can see my adult beverage of the week every Friday at about <laughs> four o'clock p.m. Eastern time on my Brand of Eight Marketing Facebook page. Absolutely. But that's beside the point. So the Boston Beer Company, which is the largest, I guess, or the most well-known of the micro-brews, right? Yeah. And it's really not even a micro-brewer anymore. I, I, th- yeah. I think that's oh, it's, yeah. way gone. It's like calling Shiner a micro-brew. It's, it's actually it's, the largest manufacturer in the United States at this point. Bigger than Yingling. Oh, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sam Adams works really hard at telling you they're small. Exactly. <laughs> well, you have Jim Coke up yep, there. Yeah. You know, well, you know, I had a great idea. <laughs> anyway... So their market share is shrinking. Hmm, yeah, it's shrinking big time because it's getting killed by true microbrews. Yeah, you know your local brew pub down the street, or and I know you brew your own beer, which I am very eager to sample at a time of Kirby's choosing. <laughs> so, with the rise of the microbrews, and, and so what's interesting is they're going through an entire rebranding, or that they've announced that they're about to do a rebranding. Nobody's seen it yet. Right. What do you think? You're a branding guy, and I've got my own opinions on this. So knowing how the Boston Beer Company, and specifically Samuel Adams uh, Beer, brands itself, what do they need to do mm. to recapture? Because like you said, 
it, they can talk about how small they are all they want, but everybody knows at this point that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. So what can they do to rebrand themselves to, to recapture the market that they're losing? Yeah, I, it could, it, I, I don't think you're a big fan of their beers. I actually like several of their beers, So and they make a ton of them. There's a couple. Yeah. I will tell you, their Oktoberfest I find exquisite. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really enjoy their their spring, their annual mm. spring beer, and I can't uh, I think I, I can't think of yeah. any of it. But I think their their normal is average yeah. at best. Yeah. And if if someone tries to push cherry wheat in me my face again, <laughs> it's terrible. <clears throat> so, it's like drinking a cough drop. Yeah, does that sound good? Yeah. It does Would you not. like a Vicks Formula Forty Four D? So, to answer your question, um, yeah. so it's interesting. I think, and I like Sam Adams beers i like their summer ale several of those things one of the things i think what's interesting with sam adams and i read the the book from jim mm-hmm. um about his kind of autobiography or whatever yeah. one of the things i think they've struggled with for a long time is transparency so people don't all know this but sam adams was actually built on contract brewing they didn't brew right. beer themselves for like the first 10 years right now they did it with their recipe there's a very and i'm not critiquing it no because but, a lot of I, I know even in nashville there are some micro brews but they use blackstone and you've been to blackstone yep. they use blackstone's facility they'll basically rent it out for a yep. couple days to do what they need to do so yep. i don't think there's anything wrong with that but you're right with the transparency continue yeah no so so i think and so actually, Anheuser Busch. When Anheuser Busch was losing market share to people like Sam Adams, they did a huge uh, kind of smash campaign against Sam Adams. Mm-hmm. So, so my point about that is, is I think transparency and authenticity. Like they're the biggest at this point. They mm-hmm. should, I, from my perspective, they should celebrate that. I feel like they're almost trying to hide it, I and it too. comes off as inauthentic, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I actually agree with you. You know, they, they, like you said, they're the biggest microbrew out there. They're not a microbrew anymore, but yeah. bigger than Yingling, which yeah. I, again I didn't realize. And, and you know, I, I equate Yingling with being a larger brew. Yeah. I think I think you make some very good points. I would also add to that. I, I think it's time to. They need to celebrate the process of beer making, which they I don't think they really do a very good job hmm. of. Okay. Um, you know, I feel like their their track has been, we're going to throw another flavor at you. Oh, and here's another flavor at yeah. you. Oh, and so they're at the point, I think, if I remember right, I think it's like 40 different beers over the course of a year. That To me, that's just too much. Mm. I mean, you know, it's... I don't know. That's just me. From yeah. a branding perspective, I just think you're not staying in your lane. You're going to try every fruity beer. You know, you can't be uh, a Belgian wheat. You know, I don't want a Sam Adams Belgian wheat. If I right. want that, I'm going to go to, uh, you know, uh, Shock Top or something like right. that. But it's interesting to see somebody, you know, they've grown so much, and now they're just confused as to who the hell they are. Yeah. Yeah. No, I so, – so from my perspective, from a branding thing, I, I really do, I think, because I – it's a, it's an American success story if if they just tell it like yeah. it, his book is really compelling. Oh, I'm sure it yeah, is. And, but it's like I think sometimes they're marketing, and what's interesting about him and he talks about this in his book is he doesn't believe in marketing. Really? He, yeah, he's a sales guy. He says right. I believe in sales, and this is a true story. So anybody who I'm offending, I'm going to apologize. But this is Jim Cook saying this. He was actually in a marketing class in one of the it might have been Harvard, but one of the local schools, and he compared. Uh, marketing to masturbation and sales to sex. Can, can, you, can you say that again but slower for our audience, please? <laughs> well, he said marketing is something that it, it, he said marketing is something that you can do by yourself in a room and feel like you're being productive. But sales is something where you need other people to participate for it to be successful. That is that is interesting. <laughs> 
but if I'm being very candid here, I find marketing by myself very successful. And I have for a number of years. <laughs> Absolutely. So well, they're, they're, that went off track in a hurry. Yeah, it sure did. So Kirby, do you have one more topic to close us out with? Yeah, I want to go really highbrow here. Oh. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, okay, so I was thinking about this today. Um, if you were a promo product... <laughs> and, and you can't see because you're all this is a radio show you can't see Bill's face he looks like I've just jabbed him in the eye yeah. okay if you were a promo product what kind of promo product would you be right now I'd be a giant foam finger with the middle, <laughs> with the middle one extended right at you um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah okay yeah, that's a so good answer I'm still trying to work past that whole marketing thing <laughs> I'm, I'm worried that if I go home and my son's in the bathroom for like 20 minutes and I knock on the door and he says, I'm marketing, what do I do? Um, anyway, so... Um, Hand him a, a diploma. Yeah, that's right. If I was a promotional product, what promotional product would I be? Well, Barbara Walters. I think I would be something that's used, kept, and memorable. Um, and so I'm going to have to go with the, uh, the aforementioned power bank. Okay. The, the power bank. I mean, especially in today's society, like I said, I don't think I'm the only one living in fear of their mm-hmm. uh, portable device being without power. So I'd want to be kept. I want to have it be memorable, and I want it to be used in, in, in reference to often. So I'm going to go ahead and go all in, Kirby, on the power bank, the portable power bank. And here's why I like that for you, okay? So the other thing is I think that by nature – by your company and who you are, you add power to others. Wow. Yeah. You... Can I steal that from my <laughs> new tagline? <laughs> well, seriously, I no, think that's I actually pretty that. good. Yeah, I appreciate that. What about you? What promotional product would you be, Kirby? <clears throat> so I would say that, and I, I'd be curious to, to see if this makes any sense, but I yeah. think I am not the, the, the sexiest product in, in the industry. Well, you're not sitting in the room looking at you. <laughs> and But I am consistent mm-hmm. and i am there all the time okay. <laughs> um maybe to my own detriment i would be the calendar i think uh and i i thought you might say the calendar <laughs> yeah. because for those of you who don't know we are sitting in the birthplace of promotional products yes. shocked in ohio with was the calendar yeah so i think that's perfect because you are consistent um and you are I don't want to say around all the time. That almost has a negative connotation. But you're available anytime people need you. That's mm. a different way to look at it. Yeah. So I want to put a little more positive Thanks, buddy. spin on it. Absolutely. And I think with that, Kirby, we're right about at our time here. And I want to thank you for being such a gracious host here in uh, Coshocton. It's actually a lovely, small middle america town um looking forward to heading to dinner tonight and yeah some it's gonna stuff. be fun we're, yeah we're doing great but i also want to thank this week's sponsor of unscripted which is the good people the good people the very good people um at bay state bay state specialty company they're so good i can't even say their name properly kirby you know and if it, everybody's clients are looking for that holiday gift kitchen items always make such a great gift because like i just said they're used they're memorable and they're kept i have pizza cutters in my drawer at home that I've used for years. So if you need any of those types of products, please use your portable Google machine, your non-portable Google machine, any Google machine you can get your hands on and run, don't walk, run to baystate.com and check it out. Again, thanks for listening to Unscripted. This is Bill Petrie signing off from Coshocton, Ohio, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, man. See ya. Once again, thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossman and Bill Petrie. 
As always, brought to you by the good people at Promo Corner's Identity Marketing, the interactive tool for promotional products professionals.